throne. Brunch with the boys, we gon' get you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it, call Yak the Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' get you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. We relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the highest. Brunch with the boys, we the highest. What's going on? It's your boy King Guest here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. I'm feeling wonderful this evening. How we doing, gentlemen? Easy. What's good, everybody? Hey, it's Mr. Gent out. Shots. Wow. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. We, we're not going to dress Gent anymore because we know how whack that is. It should have been wax since the beginning. Oh, man. So we have a guest, uh, one of our lower brunches, and we definitely like to have our brunches in rotation. You know, we want to keep a grassroots feel sometimes as well. But definitely someone who is a future podcaster as well. I know she has ambitions. Uh, so, you know, we're going we gonna to give her the opportunity to lay that out today. So she is going uh, as Jack today. So, fellas, meet Jack. Jack. I'm not even sure how comfortable I am saying this name, but it's fine. I'm going to go with it. Because after Des just did that motion, I don't even know what to do right now. But. Never met a Jack with titties, but let's do it. <laughs> 2021 boot. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. We want to discuss and have some fun really talking about the pros and cons of of casual dating. I, I think we're at this time in the world where casual dating is the go-to. You know, at this point, marriage and serious committed relationships, they are more foreign than a casual relationship is at this point. So basically... When we think casual relationship, anything different from traditional romantic monogamous relationship. And uh, first, I kind of want to get into maybe why people go the casual dating route versus the serious relationship. Um, the first would be having just gotten out of a long term relationship. There is no way that person wants a serious relationship. I think we can all agree on that. No, I don't think we all can. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Jen. Don't you're right. No, no, that's not necessarily true. I think everyone goes through phases after a breakup. Everyone has their, you know, their. I have this anxiety phase, or you have the whole phase, or you you have this I ain't shit phase. You know, there's different phases. I think that people go through before they get back to um, wanting or desiring commitment, and that goes for the for, for the brothers that actually really want an outcome of commitment at some point. So you think it's normal to get out of one relationship and quickly fall into another one? No, that's not. That's exactly what I'm not saying. I think you're going to go through phases before you get back to square one. How or, long do those phases typically take? To be honest with you, I feel like it depends on how long the prior relationship was. So the longer the prior relationship was, I feel like the longer your ancient activities are going to be. You could have one, two, three, four, five, six people on the squad all at the same time. And many men have experienced that, right? Mm. Going through their little phases, but eventually people get tired. That's why a lot of women and a lot of men say, hey, shit, there ain't nothing in the streets right now. You know what I'm saying? And then they finally settle down. Would you agree with Jack that men and women both, they kind of need that break after they get out of a long-term relationship and I, I believe a man typically does have a whole face 
even if he finds himself in some form of a relationship, he's sticking his dick in a few other places. Are women operating the same way? I would say all the women I know. Yeah. They go through a little phase after. No no loyalty in these streets stuff. I think it's kind of healthy because then you get over the attachment to the one, you know, the one person that actually hurts you. But in the same sense, I feel like where a lot of people go wrong is they do this casually and then they end up in a relationship with one of the rebounds. That's usually not a good sign. Because to me, that's not going to ever be a healthy relationship. I think that's interesting because you said they're trying to get over their past. And they, you know, I'm sure we've heard the saying, to get over one, you got to get under another. And to me, that kind of speaks to it. I believe a, even a good woman once she's single and free, you know, she wants a few options before she wants to be tied down to one person. I agree. No, I definitely agree. I think things can happen sometimes, though, when people have the same person all the time and then they get somebody new and it's great. Then, you know, you get, you fall into the whole she's stigmatized. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, the, the moment yeah. you said that word, you saw your face. You saw it digmatized. Dig- she did smile dig- with it though, <laughs> like <laughs> it brought her back to some good memories. Yeah. I can see. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey, I'm Jason the Bearded Barber, and I'm here to talk to you about my all-natural beard oil and beard. Bar. I created this to stimulate hair growth and to moisturize your hair. I mean, this is everything you're gonna want. This is black Jamaican castor oil. This is jojoba oil. This is vitamin E that's in it. So it's gonna, it's gonna do wonders for your skin for sure. I created these essential oils here, so it's gonna have a citrus smell to it. Main reasons why you would want to get this product from me is because it's one of the most affordable ones. A lot of times you see on the market, they're pretty pricey. Treatment done. The bearded barber's oil and the balm. Shit is the truth, yo. Better get right or get left, bitch. Anywho, uh, (laughs) but no, some people do, you know, get kind of wrapped up in that and then think because sex with somebody new is so great that this person must love them. This must be the relationship they've been waiting for. And really, it was just, it was sorbet. You know what I mean? Dads, from your experience, is sex with a new person always so great? They know how to have sex. It is, um, <laughs> yeah. Like if they're a shitty, if they're a shitty lover, then no, right? But I mean, you don't know until you try. Um, and I also think that men, and I, I can't speak for women because I'm not one, nor have I ever been. But for men, I think it's I think it's quite easy to to maintain a relationship or to not have a relationship and not confuse that arrangement with fucking um and i think it's i think it's hard for a lot of women not all because not all women are saying they're not a monolith right but i think i think for a lot of women it's difficult for you know a man will be in a committed relationship and it might be opportunity right like i always say there are dudes who go hunting for pussy and there are dudes who, who who regularly have pussy offered to them and those aren't the same thing right and so I think sometimes a guy might be in a situation where he takes advantage of an opportunity and he doesn't 
he doesn't even he don't love that girl. He I, he don't like her. Maybe he damn sure don't really want to see her again. Unless the pussy was that great. It literally has nothing to do with the with the woman he has a relationship with who he wants to build a future with. And I know that's difficult to hear. And it sounds like bullshit, but it can sound how it is. It's the fucking truth. You know what I mean? A dude will fuck five bitches in six months and he's in a committed relationship. But the only bitch he want to retire with is the one he he got the relationship with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of times I think I think it's women kind of not allowing those things. It sounds very masculine, but not allowing those things to deter them from a prolonged relationship. Because what I'll say is people are always talking about their grandparents. You know, my grandparents were married for 50 mm-hmm. years and people don't do that no more. Your granddaddy was cheating on your grandmama. He was cheating on her. He was your granddaddy fucked other like bitches. That. I know it's hard to hear, but your grandmama yeah. stayed because she didn't have another choice or she really loved that nigga. So she put up with it. But like everybody always talking about their damn granddaddy. That nigga was a dirt dog too. He was fucking and, other and they didn't have and they didn't have cell phones back then. So that nigga, nigga get <laughs> he was in the game. But that's the, the game strong. The I don't think it's a foregone I, conclusion I, that that has to happen. But I think my point is, I think it happens a lot. And I think men compartmentalize those types of interactions. You know, I, you said you said something about, you know, just hunting. I think that some men pursue casual relationships strictly for practice. Like like they're just trying to get good at dating, you know, and that's a part of it. In order to, in order to do so, you got to it's more about quantity than it is quality. Article real quick that um, they were talking about <laughs> this focus group that they were doing. D, and it was primarily around. Of course, ages at 18 and 26. Right. Um, And, you know, that's not always a good look. But the researchers identified that the four main types of casual relationships uh, spanning from the least intimate to the most intimate um, was one night stand at number one, booty call at number two, sex buddies. Because they want to take the fuck buddy out of it. I think it's a more equitable though, or equity term, right? Mm-hmm. And then number four came with friends with benefits. If you look at the fir- the, the the top four, they're all related talk about to them. sex. Like, I'm, I'm keeping it real. They all related to sex. Right. So is casual dating all about sex? To me, fuck buddies and, and friends with benefits are synonymous. But even if you want to differentiate them, you know, by a couple of factors, I think those become dangerous because I think I'm going to speak generally just in my, in my experience. I think most women are incapable of having those types of relationship with a man that they truly desire. Right. It's one thing to have that relationship with a motherfucker who you like, he got too many flaws for you to really want to boo his ass up anyway, but they did good. And you think he kind of cute. So you fuck with him. But any man that a woman really finds finds desirable that she would actually have a relationship with and would prefer those situations always happen. Girls always talking about, oh, you know, I was I had brothers. I know I know what the game is. I'm not going to get caught up. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. You not a man. The toughest woman, the most the, the woman who's got the most game. She got brothers and uncles and shit and all this other shit. You still ain't a man. And when you're in that relationship, he dicking you down good. You guys are going out and having a good time. And I'm not talking about necessarily monetary things, but his vibe, right, is infectious, right? You get addicted to it. Now you don't want that motherfucker sharing that with nobody else. You're going to fuck you good and then go on a date with another bitch. That's not going to last. I think for the most part, I think for the most part, you're right. But there are women and I've experienced them that 
can stay in their lane and want you to do the same. And it is eye opening, Des. So I feel you. I, I, disagree, I don't disagree you with you, DZ, but I would tell yeah. you there's niggas that's seven feet tall too. You don't know none of them. So, so <laughs> that's always my go to. If we're going to say, I, I, actually, out of billions, I actually do know a seven foot tall nigga, but go ahead. Out of billions of women, <laughs> do I believe that there are women who do that? Of course I do. So I'm speaking in generalities. I'm saying 85, yeah. 90% of women are this way. That I believe. Are there 10 or 15% who are not? Sure. But the vast majority of women you're going to run into are prepared for that type of situation. If you're really a nigga she wants. I'd love to hear from Jacqueline how she feels about like the statements made by Dez um, and kind of the study as well. But uh, what's your thoughts in regards to what Dez is saying? Dime. I mean, I agree, but I also disagree because I'm that 10 to 15 percent. So I'm Polly. I do believe in compersion. I think that someone else's happiness, if I really, truly care and love them, is above all. And why are you rolling your eyes? I'm answering the question. You no, I like that. If, if getting so hit from me, another girl makes me happy, I appreciate you supporting that decision. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's more it's more so like a, like a free love thing. I don't want to make my partner feel like I'm tying them down or that I own them in some way. I want them to make the choice to come home to me or to choose me in those certain instances, just like I would want my partner not to control me and for me to choose my partner every single time and come back to them. So there's there's a a strange thing there, but I do agree with Des in the fact that most women are like that. Like most women do get emotionally attached. They can't differentiate between, you know, casual sex and oh he loves me because he's sticking his dick in me do you know what i mean like i completely agree with that however and don't get me wrong i've been there i've been that woman before however in my life i'm no longer that person so i understand and i agree to an extent however i feel like especially because now everyone is talking about polyamorous relationships open relationships swinging with their partners like there there's it's becoming more known. It's becoming something that people are talking about. And yeah, it's something that the more people are learning about, the more they're opening up to this ideal. And I think that it's healthy for women to understand that just because you're fucking somebody does not mean it doesn't equate romance. Fucking does not equate romance. So to me, there's definitely like, I have partners that I've had for two years. We're very good friends. They have partners, like main partners, and we still link up. We still talk. We care about each other. Most recently, I had a partner. I love that person, but I just know that it's not the right time for that. So we're staying friends. It's open to whatever we want. That's it's easier. That's a true definition relate, of friends with benefit. But that's what I'm saying. It's easier to relate yeah. sex to just sex if you think about it logically instead of emotionally. And I think that's where a lot of women are going wrong is that they're equating sex with emotions and it's not emotional. Like it can be between partners that you can make love with somebody and you can fully connect. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But most men don't think about sex like that. Yeah. No, man can. A man can connect, create a very intimate moment with a stranger. You know, I don't think all women can do that nor do i believe they even want to right if they fucking casually like it's just that 
but most men can create whatever he wants in that moment and not even know that bitch middle name. So, you know, but I did want to speak and make a quick point to say that the main benefit from casual relationships is basically uh, fulfilling that need for touch and sexual intimacy and, and a light emotional connection without the full on commitment you know, and romantic relationships. So when we talk about friends with benefits uh, or, or sex buddies or one night stand, like they're getting that connection that we're speaking on, that momentary light connection. I was like, man, last night was awesome. And you still don't want to see the person anymore. It doesn't take away from the moment. It just means you didn't want any more of it. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I also think that men, whether you believe it's genetic, right? Or whether you believe it's socialization, I believe that men have had to develop the skills of attracting the the attention of women, right? And trying to maintain that attention, right? Women, once again, I'm speaking as I'm speaking generally, right? But but women as a whole are used to being pursued, right? Yeah. And men are used to having to do the pursuing, right? So I, I think that men, in order to be good at pursuing, right, and getting the target or the prize, quote unquote, that you're looking for, you have to develop a pretty effective skill set, right, in order to do that. And so that goes to, that was just me piggybacking off your point of being able, of men being able to create um, very kind of intimate moments with complete strangers, because I think, I think that's part of the of the toolbox that they've needed that they've had, they've had to develop in order to be successful at getting the attention of women. You talked about yeah, women can. not necessarily wanting to do that, and I agree with that, right? Because I think the way that women are wired, most women are wired, but I also think they've also never really had to develop that skill, right? Because a a, a reasonably attractive woman who has something to offer, right, is going to have a number of suitors who are willing to vie for her time. Most men, I'm not talking about you fine gentlemen on this podcast, but most men don't have that option, right? They're just not going to be able to sit back and bitches come to them. And I'm telling you, and, and Jen knows this because I've experienced this. When I was in college, <laughs> I hadn't, I didn't, and this isn't, this is the real text. So Jen, knows it is. I have no game. I don't have any game now. Had no game. I don't know. I have no game, right? But you got the ball in your lap. It did. So I never... I never, it's like a, it's like a lion cub who always had the meat brought to them. Not a, not a, a grown lion. That's a, a wonderful. A, <laughs> I had to learn how Don't to hunt to survive in the jungle and shit. <laughs> I, I pictured it too, man. I pictured it too. Hey. But you know what I'm saying? You, but, then the, but then the lion grew up and got a Sam's card and, and just went and got all the, the meat. You know what? I had, I had good tutors. I had good tutors. I appreciate y'all. But, but Jen <laughs> oh, knows that. My, that. That goes to my point. I never really had to develop those skills. And then when I got to the, when I became an adult, like I really got, not like 18, 19, but like 20 something years old after college, it was like some grown woman out here. And they like, man, if you, I ain't got time to be trying to chase your ass. You might be cute. So, you might be cool, but you had to work for it. I had to work for it more. Just so would you all agree then that women have it easier when it comes to casual dating? Then? Because it's oh, easier course. for a woman to get a man or to get a man to agree to a relationship on her terms, whereas a man, whew, Fucking might not yes. work out so easy. You I mean, disagree, Jackie? Jen? I mean, well, I'll say my part, and my part is, is going to be surrounded around the power of sexual selection. If you control 
the one thing that most men there's end game is maybe maybe it's not because we learn to control our impulses the older that we get so you know sex is not sex is not a driving force like we can control it enough to say nah nah bitch hold you know pump brakes right however it's still an end goal if you are if you are the gatekeeper to that of course it's going to be easier for a woman to have casual um casual dating right because you already know you already know you dandling like the the goddamn bone in front of a dog but Unless i could be wrong everybody want to go inside your gates like <laughs> every every gate ain't someplace you want to go into you know what i'm Man. saying it's so, a lot of pussy being left on the table is what he's saying a agreed lot. agreed a hundred but but I I heard someone say the other day a two hundred pound uh, woman who smells funny, who's not the cutest, can probably get a nigga to hit it. Whereas a nigga who's six four with ten G's in his pocket, got a Benz in the parking lot, he might have to work for pussy. Yes, time. he's gonna work for you. He, he he can't just call it out in the club talking about you. Hey, what it do? Like it's not. But a happening. woman could. But, but a woman can. Woman, it don't even matter how she look. Can I, can I say something yeah. though? Can I say something? And I'm only I'm only saying this because, and I'm surprised you took that perspective, uh, Jeezy, because I got no niggas <laughs> stage names. I'm surprised. Well, it was an that, example. Well, I'm surprised you took that perspective because because we've had this conversation. To be fair, we and I'm trying to say this without sounding arrogant, right? But but it's like anything that you've done your entire life, right? What men and what I'm going to speak specifically about us, what we've had to do our entire life is get really good at getting and sustaining the attention of women that we were interested in having the attention sustained. Right. But at this point in our lives, we've done two things that have benefited us. First of all, we've been consistent in developing that skill. And so at this point, like we a master class like that's and that's not to be arrogant. That's not to be a prick. It's just. Years and years of doing that and, and talking and going on dates and seeing what women like and don't like, you become really, really good at, at, obsess, at obsessing kind of what you need to do. The second thing is we've we've been able to keep ourselves in pretty good shape for, you know, our ages and our maturity level. And so I think those things, when you talk about you can't just go in a club and talk to some girl and be like, hey, what's up? Like, n- like straight the fuck up. We have all seen all of us be able to do that. So I think it's not yeah, an we, We've all taken thing. some home. Well, I guess what I mean by that is we're going to have to work the room per se, right? We're going to maybe take an L and then we're going to get a win. We're, we, it, for every girl's number we get, two of them might say, no, nah, nigga, I'm straight. So it's a higher percentage than this, sir. That woman. It's, it's a higher percentage. Oh, I'm this, sure of okay. it. I just want to sure. Well, when you're when you're selective, you keep your numbers right. So uh, that's my game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> But whereas that woman that I referenced who's overweight, who smells like she had uh, sushi for lunch, you know what I'm saying? Like, she say, I want I want some dick. And she can just say, I want to get fucked tonight. And a couple of niggas going to look around and be like, really? That's how she doing it? And that same nigga that said it going to grab her up when she hit the bathroom. Like, exactly. Hey, you the DJ you might know? scratch at that point. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you can't. I don't like your scenario, though. Just because she's six feet, 200 pounds, like to me. That's not a big person. I'm way bigger than her. So that wouldn't be something that would be <laughs> off-putting for me. But she so smelled like funny. That. You missed Here's the part where else. she still smelled funny, though. Huh? She the still smelled funny. I, I, I didn't recall saying six foot, but you know what I'm saying? If I said five, five, I bet you that 200 pounds hit different now, don't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought so. Shut the hell up, nigga. 
five five hit hard on that two hundred, nigga. She got arthritis <laughs> in the knees and shit. <laughs> a back oh, hater and shit. All right, so let me ask you this, then, uh, Jack. I, I want your perspective. Is sex a woman's greatest commodity? And it's your the perspective. Way was, the way that I was raised in Hispanic household. Yes. Yes. So you say you were raised right. Got it. <laughs> Don't know if she quite said that, but. <laughs> I feel like a lot of women's value to men is sex. Women's That's value fair. to each other is different, whether it be platonic or romantic or sexual, whatever. But I, I feel like sex is definitely the main goal for most men. That's I feel like question. after you get that, it no longer has a value. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that that changes based on the age of the man or the woman and the man in that relationship? And the reason I ask that is because of something Jen said. Because at this at this point, as, as an adult, you turned down things and left options on the table that when you were 20, you would have been all over like white on rice, right? So my point is, is, when you get to the point where you have a mature man, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that because I think a mature man goes, and this is just the case, right? It's easy to get pussy. It's, it's really not difficult at all. All three of us could have went out tonight and gotten something like that. It's really not that difficult. We would have regretted it when it was over, but yeah. most definitely, <laughs> most definitely, but that wasn't my point. Most definitely though. I, I, I concur. But my, my point is, is that when a commodity is that easy to obtain, then it loses value, right? The value in, in that commodity is the rarity, right? And the, and the effort it takes to acquire that. I like that. So when you get older and you get more mature, to me, I'm like getting this person to open up, getting this person to feel comfortable. That's the challenge. Sometimes that's yeah. more of a challenge than getting the box. I'll agree with you because as you get older, the demand you're like the demand decreases on on pussy. You don't look at it the same way. I mean, but when you're a young man, nigga, pussy's like Warren Buffett stock, like five hundred thousand dollars a share and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's air. It's air. (laughs) It's it's, it's necessity. It's it's air. It's water. It's sleep. It's food. It's it's everything you need. When you when you twenty when you twenty. You get a free you get a free pizza and a two liter or some pussy. Which one are you take? I'm taking a pussy. Nigga, I'll be hungry for three days. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> I, I I think that once you've gotten old, once we get older, you realize a woman's greatest commodity is her her vibe and maybe her femininity. Hmm. Um, That's a good one. You know nothing's better because sex is all but expected. You know, years ago, they say the average couple was having sex by the third date. I want to say now these days, it's more like the second date, if not the first, if you lay down proper groundwork. So like Mm -hmm. with, with sex coming so quickly, it would be sad if that was your greatest commodity, because now you're giving your, the best of you away immediately. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you got because and, and, and so often to me, that's where women go wrong. I think if you really want a nigga, you got to make him wait, but not wait too long. If you make a nigga, tough. if you don't make a man, if you don't make a man wait, he will not value. He won't. He'll be like, man, I got it. No, that's a and nugget, that's why though. Typically, I, 
And I'm not I saying always, on that. you typically, and but go ahead, and, and we, you can talk to it, but I think mm-hmm. typically when you give a man the pussy too fast, you'll see him fall back because it's as if he's accomplished his goal already. And to me, if sex comes too quickly, to most men, they only see that, hey, it came this easy for me. I mean, I'm good looking and all, but there's a lot of good looking people in this world. So another nigga probably got it that fast. Another nigga, like, I think it would matter me more if a woman waited. And, 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 you know, I'm not saying six months, that's unrealistic, nigga, been left you, but, you know, not get a pussy up so fast so a nigga can know, like, hey, there's something more to you than just that. I don't know. I think it depends on, I think it depends on what you find dope about the person, right? Because, because what I would say is, I've had multiple relationships with people that I fucked the first time we like the first time we hang out, like more than four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and so my point is, is that, but I, but I knew I, I liked so many things about them that the one thing I happened to get quit didn't deter me from wanting to find out and get access to those other things that I liked about them. If the only thing I liked about you was that you had some big titties or I wanted to fuck, then yeah, then I agree with you. But if I found a number of things interesting about you and that was just one that I got pretty early, that wouldn't deter me. Yeah, I wouldn't even hunt it down until like, I don't even know what date. I mean, I, I think I set my own boundaries. Like, So I, I think I'm a little bit of a unicorn outlier, but... So um, you, you the one making the whole weight, huh? You, you <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> She's like, so are you going to ever touch me? Well, you know, I, I was just trying to take my time and get to know you. And, uh, um, like, boy. Not the Modelo. Especial. I want to know why she's <laughs> sipping it like that, though. Especial. <laughs> you remember we talked about that with Good Moms, and uh, Erica shared a story similar to that, that there are men that just aren't aggressive, and they will fall back in. But there's, you know, a, difference, but there's a difference deep. between laming out and is it different than you can still keep that sexual vibe, sexual connection, and you can still vibe on, and resonate on like an optimal level with without having to stick the tip in there. And there's people who are just like, oh, my God, there's they shy away from it so much that it deters them from from their shine. And they nothing but a dim bulb. That's a different vibe. Like you ain't the girl's not even going to be interested. But one of the things I want to talk about since we were kind of talking about um, kind of some of the pros I just, I don't know, D, do you feel like with casual dating, people kind of do utilize casual dating more often solely because it can help you figure out what you do and what you don't want in a relationship? Like, think about it like NFL combines. You know, you want to go to the league. I got to test and measure certain skill sets. What's going to be important to my team dynamic or not? Like, you got to test that out. So what's your thoughts on it? I think casual dating is more... The, the proliferation of it now is more an indicator of the change in times and expectations and people not wanting to be tied down or, or confined in a, in a singular relationship or entanglement or engagement or whatever you call it. And I think it's the opportunity to, to kind of find out to your point, kind of what I'm interested in. But I also think what, what you just talked about to me is also part of the normal courtship process, Right. Like, I think that's what you do when you're getting to know somebody. Like, I don't think you have to be open to casual dating in order to want to do things to figure out the person and test whether or not they have the skills to make you happy in a committed relationship. Right. Because I think that's part of the courtship process. I think you can do that 
while you're focusing on the singular person. But so what I'm thinking that, saying is, so I want you to answer to this. It may not be the person, but you don't even know what the fuck you want. Let's say you came out of some other relationship and, and you it was toxic as shit or you had relationship pain based off of, you know, how, how the shit fell out. And now you like, OK, I don't I don't want that, but I don't know what I need and what I want. Right. You yeah, dog. Yeah, but that's wasn't that college. I mean, like, that's <laughs> literally what I know straight up. That's literally what I did at UF. I talked to a bunch of different people. I went to the movies. I went to dinner. You know, you go to people's house, you hang out until you figure out what you want. And I think you do that. I think you do that from the time you reach kind of adolescence, 13, 14. Oh, yeah. The time you're figuring it out from the, the time very you, beginning. Right. Until the time you actually settle down. So I don't think that this surge in, in what Jackie, Jack was talking about um, with regards to folks being more open to polyamorous relationships and, and, and multiple partners and that type of understanding. I don't think that has to do with kind of learning people's proclivities, right? Or the things they're good at or not good at. I think that's something different. I think that's a fundamental shift in, in expectations on relationships. And I personally think that part of that is due to the change in demographic and, and people's reception to, to going outside the box. You know what I mean? So, my two cents. Jacqueline, how do you feel? Because yeah. I know you wanted to weigh in on this one. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to piggyback on what you said. So, I mean, I do agree that when you are in your younger years that you are kind of experiencing things for the first time and all of that. So the caveat is, is that, say for example, someone is with someone <laughs> for a really long time and they're married for a really long time. When they get divorced they're trying to figure out who they are without that other person. They've built a life as a partner with somebody. And now that they are no longer a partner, they have to figure out life all over again. So, I mean, and I'm speaking from personal experience. When I got divorced, I literally had to learn who I was. Like, I I didn't know anything about myself other than I was a good wife. Do you know what I mean? Like, other than not being able to have children, I fucking rocked at being a wife. Do you know what I mean? So to kind of agree with Des, like that is kind of how things are now. Like there's not a lot of people dating with intentions and the people that are sometimes come across too strong that they are dating with intentions, that it scares everybody else. And so it kind of, it's like a catch 22 where it's like, I can't be too interested. Otherwise they're going to go away. And then- If I'm not interested, but, but you got that. to though. But you got to though. If you change and you fall back off of that, you're gonna find yourself in a position in a situation that you never ideally wanted. So the I men or the women, Well, the the woman undoubtedly. The man controls relationships just like the woman controls the sex. So if a, if you're a woman and you don't hold strong to I'm dating with intention, you're gonna find yourself you know sucking dick without a title. You know you're gonna find yourself dating someone you really like for a year and a half and this nigga is not even thinking about a future so i think you have to be willing to take l's in, in order to get the ultimate win when it comes to casual dating and, and specifically dating with intention i do believe that you can have casual dating without actually having casual sex i mean there's people who well, are dating is casual by default is it i mean <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it you is. could say Unless that. it's yeah. exclusive. You can yeah. date exclusively. Can, I think you, some you people. You can date exclusively. And but then, then yeah. if it's, if it's exclusively, is that even casual? It's a relationship. 
That's a relationship. Yeah. Like, Not, you know why I don't necessarily agree? I think when I was younger, I used to always say I had a hope for every day of the week, except Sundays was my day of rest. So <laughs> having more, having more women, you know, I had more options. I think as an older, uh, as an older man, a more mature man, dating one hoe at a time, it makes more sense ideally. I'm not saying I'm in a relationship with her, but I'm not going to see and date two or three women because I'm not going to get to you. really know them. I don't I have enough you. time to get here and care about three whole stories now. See, back when the days when you were young and you keep up with all the stories, you know who mama's sick, you know who who, who nephew, you know what I'm saying, just got potty trained. You do all that. Now, nigga, ain't, and they can't keep up uh, with that shit. So I, I think you got to do one at a time. I said, so basically what you're saying is that your pimp muscles have attributes. Not my pimp, my player muscles. Yeah, okay. where I have to, where, where I can juggle, you know, multiple. I, it don't, I think it's still there. Anymore. I it's just think, work. I think it's a lack of desire because, though, you get tired. I mean, I'm not saying that they're degrading. It's just like, man, do I really want to deal with it? It's a desire thing, I think, at some point. I, I, I think that's, you, if you want to be successful dating, I think you should casually date one person at a time. And if the moment you realize that's not for you, then move on, you know, and keep that person in there in your life and whatever dynamic you deem necessary. If you two can agree upon that outside of that, I think you should move on. But when you go one at a time, you're able to focus. All right. I'll see this. I see that. And you, and you shouldn't miss any red flags. Right. And you should be able to uh, highlight they're, they're, they're um, exceptional and special characteristics that you really uh, like. And the sooner the better, because once you know, then you can move forward with them or not. And if you don't, then, you know, you find the next hope. So I, I think you can exclusively casually date. Go ahead. I, I think so. That was a good explanation, because I, I agree with your explanation. I do think it's contingent upon where a man is in his life. Right. And I think you kind of referenced that. Right. I think in my twenties, I was more than capable of like, I mean, I did it. So like, this isn't, this isn't esoteric, right? I, I might've been dating two or three people at the same time. I might've went out with this person on Monday, this person on Wednesday, this person on Thursday. I went out with my homeboys on Friday. I had a day, a day date with somebody on a Saturday, you know what I mean? And then you're like, and cause we were friends then, right? So we have conversations. I'm like, yeah, the Monday date based on what I went on this whole week, like I got to cut her cause she, she doesn't compare yeah. to the last two dates I went on. So there's no need to continue that, right? As you get older, and I, and, and I agree with Jen on this, it's like, I don't have time for, first of all, you know, responsibilities, work, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. I don't have time. I don't have time to, to Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, day date with three, four people. You don't have time for that. So I think to your point, I think, mm-hmm. I think your stages in life indicate your ability to engage in that type of monogamous dating versus that's an oxymoron right but that type of exclusive dating versus multi-person dating when you're younger i think i think the circumstances have an impact for sure i want to ask this question i i I saw buddy said a woman's value is determined based on the way she looks well it it was it it hurt my feelings when he said it because i thought about all the women and that that don't look that great and um that's all relative by the way that's all relative What doesn't, doesn't look good is relative. Totally agree. Cause Everyone got a different flavor. Man, un- undoubtedly. But I think for the most part, there are, there is a definition of universal beauty 
And I think there are a lot of women that you can say, yeah, I think we all agree she's bad, but definitely beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But I guess I want to ask Jack this, and I want to ask you, you fellas as well. Would you agree with that, Jack, that a woman's value is determined based on the way she looks? considering the society as it is today, you know? I was going to say, I think society is very vain to most people. That answer is yes. The way that she looks determines how she's treated in the world. However, I feel like there are certain communities where those people can go and still be highly valued because their looks are not as important. You know, it's kind of like the equivalent of like the weird kids going to theater in high school. You know what I mean? Like, so what communities are you speaking about? Just like different things. Like, you know, if people are super into like pets or, you know, like animals, right? They can go into those communities and people maybe are not necessarily looking at or looking for somebody for how they look. But shared interests. They're looking for how big is their heart? You know, are they really about this life? You know, how you know many it's funny. Why did we laugh when we said when you, you said you, that? That's, you know that's what it's funny. All you really said was find another nigga who ugly too, and like that's all you said. Like, <laughs> that's what you heard. That's what you heard. That's no, not, that's all not she what she said. said. Was like, community, like communities where you know shared interests. People don't you care how you look. You know, shared levels of ugly is what I hear. No, I, okay, so this is the thing. Yes, there's a truth to that. Like, know your limits. Like, know what your bracket is. Straight However, no like, I Big also facts. feel, but but I'm going to, that's to say that, like, men are also judged. Do you know what I mean? It might not always be on Definitely. looks. Like, looks may not always be the first thing. Yeah. However, if you notice, like, when women are dating, the first thing that people tend to ask is, what do you do for a living? Yeah. They want to know, what is your bracket? Yeah. What it, what it, yeah. what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your time? Do you have kids? How many baby moms do you have? Like, there's but that hasn't changed your time. There. That hasn't really changed your time. Men have men have been tied to their ability to provide from the beginning of time. Man, we had we had to provide a dowry for your pussy. Like, we had to pay somebody in advance a large amount of money, or even in, I mean, it's all equitable. Two goats. And 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 a pig in some cases, you know what I'm saying, to be able to have right. access to your pussy. And he you know? never even sampled that. That was based upon. That point, that he never even sampled the pussy. And you didn't sample it, yeah? Oh my God, what's worse than that? I didn't gave away two two strong horses, Clydesdales, and a pig, and your pussy's no, horrible. That's bad negotiating, dog. I, if that's what Papa Papa asked for, this I say, pops. All fairness, I ain't had the pussy yet. Let me get half. <laughs> a real nigga should say yes. A real dad be like, well, that's fair, bro. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I can set up a preview for you or something and talk about the other two goats. I don't know. My bad, Jack. <laughs> You're fine. But in all fairness, that was also based upon a woman's look. Like, you had to look fertile. You had to look like you would carry on somebody's line. Like, Wide hips. Look Wide a certain hips. Way. Wide hips. And Big so you know, a woman's body became her value. Like, and just how you were saying. So in the end, yes, like, it, it's it's the same story. We're repeating history over and over again until people start to decide That's to facts. change. And, until people I don't think that will ever change. I'm not sure However, I want it to change either. I feel like that takes somebody that's really woke to do that because, I mean, let's just be honest. Human nature is you want to you want to look at somebody that you're with and enjoy what you're seeing. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's why so I don't you say that again. Can you, like, can you, that's what, exactly why I don't ever change. 
no, but that's what I'm saying. Like I date women and men. And like one thing about dating women is like, I try to keep in mind, like, Hey, right off the bat, I I might not be like instantly attracted to her. Right. Like it wasn't a damn. Okay. She looks good. You know what I mean? However, once I get to know her and how she is, like you said, her vibe, her feminineness, like there is something about, even if her body type is not my ideal body type, if she carries off her femininity in a way, I don't give a fuck what she looked like. Them curves, baby, you look good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to, I try to, I want to agree with you so bad. I want to agree with you so bad, but it's like, and, and this is where you have an advantage, right? Because you date men and women. Men are inherently visual creatures. It's, uh-huh. there's something about it. What we see matters more than what we hear. You can have the best, you can be a dumb ditzy hoe and be super bad. And all night we're, we're, we're interested, we're intrigued, we're engaged because we are visually attracted to what we see. It is hard work to see past an ugly hoe and find a great personality. It's hard. It's hard work to see past a big woman and say and, and see that great vibe underneath because you got to start somewhere. They just got to come through the door different. They got to come through a, a, a different door. They can't come through the front door. But let's okay. say that. Let me guess. They want to come through the back door, right? Hey, well, first and foremost, this is not an anal joke. This is not an anal you joke, dude. Like you know what I'm saying? Back door all the way. Leave that back door unlocked, girl. You know I'm coming through. What you mean, he, the back door? I got a, listen, I got a small door the front he door. To, he tried to oop the ball to his fucking self on some Tracy yeah. and Brady shit. He tried I to did not, dog. And slam it home That himself. is not what I'm doing, this. I'm saying that they can cut through a side window called friendship. They can come through different ways if where you get, you have, you get a chance to actually know them prior to saying, okay, just based off of their looks, I'm not going to interact with them at all, is what I'm saying. It's going to sound like a broken record. I would say when I was younger, like teens and 20s, it was pretty much exactly what you said, Jeezy. She could have been the dumbest bitch at UF or in high school, but if she was cute, she was bad. I was about that life. As a matter of fact, and Gent knows the story, Gent set me up with a nice (laughs) Guyanese woman. Fine to me. No, she was fine to me too. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. No, nah, she was fine. She was fine. I listen, nice jet black. You know the Indian hair the black bitches buy at the store. She had it naturally, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it was just. I'm sorry. That wet and wavy. That's that wet and wavy. Shout <laughs> out to my black girl. Listen, <laughs> oh my god! Stop, stop. I don't know anything about that, but what I do know is perfect. On top of that, do you know she was hand making me? It was finals. Okay, we in the same grade. Like we we both freshmen, juniors, or whatever, sophomores or juniors. She's hand, she's making me handmade fettuccine Alfredo, cooking the chicken, cooking the broccoli, made the pasta. Bitch was making pasta back in the early 2000s, made the sauce and made me a homemade cheesecake. You didn't deserve it. Brought it to my house. Yeah. Right? Brought it to my house. Everything was good. You know the reason that I stopped talking to her? Do you remember why, Jen? Yeah, Very simple she, reason. Because she was short. Because she was short. I mean, was too okay, short. hold on. Wait, because that is the thing. I have a really hard time dating really tall, but I'm short. And mm-hmm. most of the time, I will, I usually have a rule that I don't like them above 5'9, five, 5'10. Five, Only because I feel like. You went there, Jeezy. I have. First of all, nigga, I'm 5'11, nigga. Let's let the I know, I'm just, but I know, I know I was going to get a response. You know me. <laughs> 
and I always got sneakers on, so I'm a strong six foot when you see me in the street. Not always <laughs> sneakers. Go ahead, Jack. No, but it's like it's like a thing, you know, like I know how it feels to date a girl shorter than me. And like it's annoying to always have to bend down to kiss you or to, you know, do that. And it's like for me, I don't always want to have to wear heels everywhere we go. You know what I mean? Sometimes like I want to be able to wear flats, you know what I'm saying? And not feel strange, like trying to hug or kiss on you or whatever, you know, like and not only that, but then it also brings in like the whole, like, do they have like a, an age kink or something like that? Cause it's like, I am so much shorter. Like it kind of makes me question when I'm first getting to know somebody that tall, do they have this kink? Like, is this something that they're going to be like, baby girl, because that shit weirds me the fuck out. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, don't don't, ju- me don't, don't judge nobody, girl. Like, don't judge. No, but nobody. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for me personally, he, I don't. He, have he asked you to put on a onesie and call him daddy and call him dada. Dada. You got one of those one of those detachable onesies at the crotch and shit. Someone let me change you. I like those though. I think at this point, you it's less about somebody being a. a um, you know, a fashion model or some, you know, one of the world's most yeah. beautiful people. I think you have to find something about that person. And this is all it takes. It all it takes because we're talking yeah. about this ideal kind of beauty where the face is fucking symmetrical and all that shit. I'm saying for every person, you just have to find something about that person that you find attractive that you can put your fucking hook into. And whether it's the eyes, whether it's the shape of their face, their mouth, their nose, whatever it is, could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. To your other point, it could be their body. You could be like, you know, the face is like a a five right but the body's like an eight and i really like the whole package together so oh, i yeah. think that's all and a lot takes. of niggas are signing a lot of niggas signing up for that five with an eight body a lot it, it yeah. could be a four i've seen some four faces with some eight nine bodies and and, and when i seen it, i said you know i, I get it buddy because you put a little makeup on her on a saturday night you in the <laughs> game you know what i'm saying now when she roll over first thing in the morning sometimes you're scared you thought it was halloween but you know <laughs> That's a different story. But no, I, I actually believe that a woman's value, to say her value is tied to her looks, is tough. I, I just have to emphasize that men are visual creatures, ladies. And I think to a, a great extent, women are visual creatures. Now, maybe clearly not as much as a man, but I don't think a woman wants to look at a man and find nothing attractive and, and and you like what you like, right? So there's some men who like a bigger one. So you're good there. Stay in your lane. But you 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 can't be, you can't expect something that you're not given. And so how many times have you heard a woman say, yeah, I want a nigga that's six foot. Meanwhile, she 5'1", right? I want a nigga that got a full head of hair. Meanwhile, she bald-headed, been wearing weave her whole life. But she got all these stipulations. I want a nigga with a six-pack, and this bitch got a keg gut. Like hoes out here really tripping with the expectations. So to me, I I can't say a woman's value is determined strictly on her looks. I will say initially they are, though, because that's what we see first before I know anything about you. For sure. I see. For sure. You know what I mean? Single moms. Now, single moms and casual dating. I read something and it basically buddy was saying that when it comes to a single mom, you you only view that as a casual option and not as a, a serious relationship option for the ver- for the reason that having that child there if you get into a relationship with them the man was saying you're financially responsible for them emotionally responsible for them etc however you have no rights to discipline the child 
So essentially, you have to do all the good things, but you don't have you, you don't have any authoritative power to really, you know, slap the shit out of them if you deem necessary. So what's the benefit of dating a single mom if, you know, things go wrong, she can pull the child from you and you have no biological rights towards him and things of that nature. And uh, what Buddy was basically saying why is that's why a lot of single moms just end up becoming sex to a man because, you know, those reasons stand. I'll let I'll let anyone talk on this, but yeah, if you disagree, please. He, he, I think my my opinion on this is I'm not dating the kid. I understand that the kid is a a piece of that, right? And so I won't take that for granted. However, my interest is in that person, right? And whatever, if I'm interested enough, whatever that comes with that, I'm gonna be down with that, right? Yeah. I I probably typically wouldn't want to sign up for someone who has kids and and all that but it may be a situation where she's so dope and she's so fly like i don't mind taking that responsibility on right so i think some people may look at it just the way that you know you if you describe. if you say it that way if you say it that way you lose her i don't mind if you know you got a kid no I, it's I not mind. It's, i'm saying i'm what i'm saying i don't is, think so cuz i think a lot of dudes do so i think yeah. she, i think he would i think she would respect his honesty I don't know that I have a lot different. I think you hit the nail on the head. My thing is, I'm dating. I'm dating that woman, right? I understand you're dating her kids as well, but my point is, is that I want to spend time with her because she has something or some things that I want as a part of my life, and I don't want anybody else to have them. I want to have them, and I want mm-hmm. I want to have those things with her. Say with the fact that she got the fact that she has a kid by some other dude who maybe wasn't a good dad, isn't a good dad. Because we, 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 we using your example, the dude's not around. Dude, he the kid may have a great dad who takes care of him and picks him up every Friday evening and drops him off Sunday afternoon, right? And that's awesome yeah. for that kid, right? But but assuming he doesn't, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't really do anything because if if I'm not able to discipline him, then why do we even have a relationship? That's not the reason I'm in a relationship with her anyway. So my yeah. ability to discipline that kid, what I will say to your point is, if that child's behavior and my inability to address that behavior with the child becomes an issue for our relationship, then that could jeopardize it. But that just means that she care enough to check that little motherfucker, right? Or give me the power to check him. Or do you want this to dissolve? Right. And that's the decision she has to make. But I wouldn't, I would, I, because that, that same dude who said that and whoever said that, I guarantee you, I can find a woman that he finds freaking gorgeous. Let him go out on a date a couple times. They're hanging out. He's like, oh, I love her. She's fine. She's dope. And then like, oh, yeah, she got a 10-year-old. See if he stopped oh, talking yeah. to her. No. Yeah, he'll still go in. Yeah, he'll still go in. I agree. As a general rule, I usually try not to date people with kids. Only because Just my last know. marriage, I was a stepmother. And uh, he was not around a lot. Like, my partner was not around a lot. He was in the military. So I was doing the single mom thing for a kid that was not even mine and had special needs. So, you know, for me, I fell in love with him. Like he was mine. It didn't matter if I didn't birth him. And after having that hurt of losing that connection and that relationship with my stepson, it makes me very, very leery about dating people with kids only because I know who I am. I know I'm a very caring and loving person. And if I'm dating, especially a woman, like if I'm dating a woman, like she would have to sneak into that role 
in such a finesse for me to overlook that because I know that there's another partner involved somewhere, somehow. Do you know what I mean? Whether or not be the partner before me who was raising the child, Mm -hmm. you know, the step, whatever, or the biological factor. You know what I mean? So for me, I usually avoid those. However, I will say this. There is nothing wrong with dating single mothers or single fathers for that matter. I think people need to have a certain maturity level to be able to date those people only because you are never going to be the priority. Like you're never going to come first. You're never going to. Never. Ever. In today's age. That works for some people though. Today's age, I mean, I, I don't think that people really get to that point ever if they already mm. have children with any new relationships where they the new relationships then become the priority, even if they do get married. Getting back to the um, casual dating thing, and, and, and I know we're wrapping up, but I think there was a piece that I don't think we've broached. I believe that there's been a lot of casual dating that I would say women do, right? And I could, and, and this is only from the people that I observe solely for the purpose of getting a date out of that person, some money out of that person, a f- yeah, free meal to kill time. I mean, because they're bored, shit like that. If that's what people are doing with casual dating, I'm going to be honest with you, fuck you. I'm going to be honest with you. That's my that's my point of view, but I don't know how you fellas feel about that aspect. That If you allow that to happen to you, you deserve it. Yeah. If you if you allow that to happen to you, you deserve it. If you can't figure out whether a man or a woman is going on a date with you because they're really interested in finding out who you are as a person and getting to know you versus a free meal or a free date or activity, yeah, then you know what? What the fuck happened? You deserve you to get paid. Get. You you should yeah. be able to ascertain that almost immediately. And and the whole vibe on how the link up. Uh, happens you should know immediately and i'll tell you this within five ten minutes of being at dinner with the person you should be able to tell if they're not really interested and they're just here to eat they order an appetizer two entrees and a dessert you know what bitch you, 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 <laughs> i'm out of here hope god damn it <laughs> stupid. no seriously because it, it, it's just obvious in that way but uh i i'm sure jack can speak to that I'm sure she's taken a free meal and never had it. Oh, knew she wasn't really interested to in the man, right? I wouldn't say that. Um, I would say I've had dates where on the date, I realized this ain't it. Usually on those dates, I will offer to go Dutch because I wanted to make it clear that this is not going anywhere Uh, further this evening. I like you. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's fair. Like, listen, we went out, you saw me. You got to experience this. Got We're to good. Experience it in every way. Not, <laughs> not every way, evidently, but yeah. not every way. Oh. But no, I, I do, I do think. I mean, because like I said, I date women as well, so I, I know that. Like, there are women that will set everything up, and then you get there, and she's ordering the most expensive thing off the menu and things like that. And really, women, I'm usually the aggressor. So, and I, I firmly believe that whoever asks for the date should pay for it. So I agree. Most of the time, I, I've been on the other end, and I, we talked about this, fellas. And I don't cut many because <laughs> they invited me out and said, "Hey, let's go grab a drink, let's get something to eat." And we got there. She looking at the check like she's Stevie Wonder and shit. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's what we're doing. I'll pay, but you gonna pay. 
know what I'm saying? So I totally agree there. Real quick question. I want to do two things before we wrap it up. One, I want to ask everyone, how many dates do you think it, it takes to get to the pussy? I know we t- touched on this earlier. I just want to hear a number as far as from us men and from you, Jack. What are the expectations going in? You meet someone, you like them. How soon is too soon? This is dating advice because I want to leave with a few tips. So this is the first pair set of tips. Tips. So so how many dates going in? Jen, let's go with you because all the women love the way you, you know, you want to love them forever. And you just met them. No, five no, they, girl, no like they don't. They love that vibe about you. I'm sure they want to so, get to, I'm sure they want to get them to cakes, the meals. You know what I'm saying? Yellow no, cakes. No, no. Play, play cakes, to your strength. So, so, and you, <laughs> you mentioned say, earlier, how long would you say? Are we talking about number of dates or months? Because, I mean, number of months. They can say months. <laughs> um, months is too long, sir. Just I, 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 I would say, I would say six dates. Six dates. All right, go ahead, Dad. I can't even respond to that shit. Oh, my God. This thing is six I mean, I mean, I guess two or is the proper thing to say. I mean, <laughs> listen, <laughs> not the proper thing to say, nigga. Here's what I'm going to say. Say, say what you expect. Say what you Here's expect. what I'm going to say. As adults, there shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be any expectation either way or the other. You go out with a person, you experience them, you guys do something, you find the vibe. We talk about this, and it's it's such an interesting thing, right? Because it's undefinable, but vibe. It's it is it's like air. You don't see it, but you know it's there. You feel it, right? It has like an that. impact. It has an impact mm-hmm. on you, and. That vibe controls. So there's been there's been women have gone on a date with a dude and she tell her friends, I am not fucking this nigga. Like if he think he get pussy, I just fucking mind. She go on a date and she, dog, I don't have fans. She like this motherfucker is dope as shit. Yeah, vibe right. Like, yeah, yeah. Right like vibe. like and all of a sudden they kissing is easy and then boom boom boom. She had no intention on that. That was supposed to happen because the vibe indicated that it wasn't something that was prescribed it wasn't something he said hey you know if i buy this goddamn lobster we fucking tonight it wasn't that right and she didn't feel like she needed to do that so to me that's how it should be i've been i've had a number of occasions where it was the end of date one but i will tell you i never go into a date with an expectation never in my life never have i and i don't and i don't i don't gear my behavior in the date to get to that do you know what I mean? You yeah. you you do what you do, and then what happens happens. And you are who you are, and you'll reap the benefit. And that's Correct. my perspective Agreed. as well. And I'll be honest before we move on. Well, uh, you got to get Jacqueline's thoughts too. Yeah, we got to get yours. But I can always gauge when the pussy on the table. You know, like oh, of course, like a, it, there's a point on the in the date, first date, typically in the first date where you where something is said where you're like oh so the pussy is mine when i'm ready. absolutely like, it's a beautiful feeling and it, and it, you typically find out on date one you and it's wonderful but you know that without it being said though jeezy you don't need anything yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not saying you say it directly okay. i'm saying some some type of vibe there's an indication some type of connection that happens a moment where you're like oh okay you know she makes it known subliminally that of course, yeah. I, I, like you can get it, you know, and I love that. But right. you still waiting five more dates. That Jack, well, I'm saying, don't speak. Let's let Jack. Well, talk. I think, I think the question. I think the question is, yes, it's ser- it, when it's served to you because this is you find, you know, you you sense this like a like a sixth sense, and you and it's served to you. It's it's up to you whether you want to eat that meal wholeheartedly right there and then, or whether you want to take a doggy bag home and then eat it later 
at your at your convenience, nigga. I just do shit at my convenience or when I feel like it's appropriate for me. You know what I'm saying? Some people want to eat that shit right then and there. You, you, you just. I got to see how she wash her ass first before I want to sit here and see if I want to eat nah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, well, those- you know what? That's a great idea. Yeah, if you eating ass on the first date. By all means, nigga, you should be waiting six dates because you can't eat ass on the first date, Dad. Come on, the second date. I'm not drinking you don't none know of your she... cups when I come to your house, man. No, I no you don't know if she. Everything in the bottle. No. You don't know if she's taking a probiotic, Dad, or nothing. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You don't know nothing about There's her, her movement. Y'all nasty. And you eat ass like that. Oh, Jacqueline, go ahead. Personally, I feel Jen's time frame is a little too long. I agree more. So call him lame. It's okay to call him lame. No, no, no. It's not that. Okay. So I give him a pass because of his sexuality. I feel like he's a demisexual. It takes him more. So I understand that that's something to respect, right? Like he's not, he's not looking at things that normal men are are looking at, right? So, okay. I don't don't, don't know how to, I don't know how to take that shit, but I hear Hey, Robin. Bro, the whole eating this up right now, Jack. We got you. That's what she said, Jack. That's what she said. said, said, You know, the alien. You winning, though. When the aliens invade, that's me. what they look at. <laughs> Trust me, Jen, you win it. Trust me. A lot of women are like, oh my God, he likes me for me? Oh yeah, okay, go ahead with that. <laughs> so this is the thing. I am very pro-sex, right? I feel like everybody who wants to have sex should be having sex in any way that they feel comfortable having sex. So I'm not going to put a number that's on right it. Me. I do agree with both of you that... It definitely does depend on the vibe as to when you're comfortable with that partner. And I, I feel like it, that kind of fits into how Jet flows with his situations is that he needs to know somebody beforehand. So he just takes a longer time getting to know people. However, I feel like it doesn't matter. I'm not going to judge you first date or a few months in for whatever time frame it is. That's okay. It depends on my relationship to you. Like it depends on our connection. Like, did we connect? Are we are we feeling the same way? Because I may be able to wait with one partner, but then another partner, I'm like, you know what? Listen, I, you're not worth waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Like this this energy is whack. You know what I mean? Like I cannot. I can't do this. Yeah, like I, I respect that. That's how you function, and you want to wait and all this and that. That's cool. However, I got needs. And this energy exchange between us is not enough to wait for. Mm. Like you're not, you're not turning me on enough to want to wait. Mm. Like right. there are people Damn. elsewhere that I can go see. You know what you I mean? You heard that? You heard that, gent? You heard that, gent? <laughs> and see when you what she basically said is, we can go to Puerto Rico and sleep together. That's what she's saying because you basically man. didn't turn. What? You didn't turn the girl on at all. All you did was fly out of the country. What story is that from? What happened with that? Hey, no, no, I'm not doing that with you today, Des. And I asked, hey, all, I asked Jeezy. I all asked of the brunchies Jeezy. already know the story because y'all bring it up yeah, on yeah, several occasions. Okay? We, but let me just say... I never let you live Every down. single episode. What never. episode is this from? Because, listen... I never, I never let all. you live it down. What happened, Jack, story, was this nigga, this nigga flew out a chick that he had previously hit before he wasn't hitting her you know consistently or at that moment but he had previously slept with her and she knew what time was she was like hey let's go and it was puerto rico if i recall puerto rico very romantic 
very romantic destination, nice little Isla getaway. Del and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the nigga flew her out there, and they never had sex for both nights. They shared a bed, king-size bed in a luxury suite, because that nigga likes the finer things. I heard she ate breakfast in bed next to that nigga while he was um. eating with me, but... <laughs> That, that's really been unconfirmed. Did. That's been unconfirmed. So you, but were you beating off and she was eating breakfast? That's what she told me. No, no, that was unconfirmed. However, the point is, added to the story. whole weekend is that true? It's not true. <laughs> that would have been so hot we, though. So we learned. So we learned about that. That was turned down by that though. So you see her, she was like, "Oh, that's hot. Like, can I eat some strawberry while watching nigga beat off? Yeah, that's hot." <laughs> but no, we're not lying. And, and the point of the matter is that he never got any sex. But it's all good. You know what? If we're going to exploit rare? the rare occasion, dog. It was a big it was a big one, but it was a rare occasion. Okay? I don't I don't I don't feel like it's a rarity. I don't. I mean, all right. So before we go, I just want everybody to give a little bit of dating advice to those casual daters out there. If you could just help them out. What would you say? What would you say? I would say that. Casual dating is not for everyone. And and of course, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to speak to myself. Right. So if you tend to develop relationships, um, strong romantic feelings very quickly, once you get involved, like I'm, I'm a if, if I hit it two times, we go together type of person. One, so one time, not one time you, you, you exaggerating then this might not be for you. If, if you want to date someone who's considering their future, you want clearly defined roles like relationships or you're looking to build strong emotional connection, this shit ain't for you. I just want to let you know that. And if you don't have any of those desires, then casual fucking dating is great. I mean, I think casual dating works depending on where you are in your life, right? If you, if you are looking to have experiences and have experience with different people, right? And, and 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 do some things maybe outside your comfort zone. And this individual helps you to do that. I think it's good because the last thing you want to do, and I'm a big proponent of this, and Jeezy, we talked about this too. The last thing you want to do when you're 65, 75 years old, right, is is think back to all the shit you should have done, all the experiences you should have made, all the all the things you should have done. So I think make experiences and make memories with those mm-hmm. with those folks, man, and have a good time. And then when you when you know to yourself, you're ready for something more, more committed. Um, then that's when you change your, you know, you course correct and you go in that lane and you do what you need to do. And, and by proxy of that casual dating, I think you become a much better, um, individual with regards to what you must have, what you would like to have and what you definitely cannot deal with. I was telling my brother and I'll, and I'll shut up about it. My brother is 20, 29 or 30. And I told him, I was like, yo, don't marry nobody and don't get no committed relationship till you at least like 30. I said, date as many girls as you can, go on dates, go on trips, like all that stuff. Cause then when you get 30, 31, now you're like, okay, I know I don't want that shit. When I was 22, I thought I wanted it. I don't want that shit. I don't want, I used to want a girl that was all made up with the nails and the hair and all that. And I realized dating a bitch like that, that's way too complicated. I don't want that. I want a simple girl who's able to throw a little bit of concealer on and some eyeshadow and we out the door. You know what I mean? So those are the type of things that I think dudes don't realize. They see the bad bitch. They're like, oh, y'all want a bad bitch. Boy, it took the bad bitch three hours to get ready. I can't you do can't it. surprise her with shit because she got a plan for it. So you got to know what you want. So <laughs> my two cents. <laughs> All right. What you got for us, Jack? Uh, so I would like to say something to the ladies. And um, Help them out. Help them out. So my biggest advice, well, it's a two-part. 
So my biggest advice is to really be honest and not just with your partners or like whoever you're dating, but be honest with yourself. You need to really sit down and think if you can handle casual dating in the way of just dates, if you can handle it in the way of sex, if you can handle it in the way of friends with benefits, you need to really sit down and be honest with yourself if you can handle these types of relationships without getting crazy and weird and possessive or whatever, whatever stipulation, that's fine, but you just have to be honest about it. And then the second part of that is to, you know, it's kind of becoming like a thing, like I'm seeing it all over TikTok, is like women starting to detach. I really think that this is healthy for some women. Personally, I do that myself. I, I'm able to compartmentalize in that way. It Once I detach from somebody, I can view them as just X, Y, Z, and then we're good and we can move from there. However, I feel like if it's really not your journey, you need to be able to be upfront with your partners about this. You need to be able to say, hey, maybe this is not for me because X, Y, Z, you make me feel X, Y, Z. I feel that I can't handle this because of X, Y, Z. You know, it's okay to say those things. It's okay to be honest with your partner. It's okay to be open and vulnerable in this regard because you're literally opening up your body to somebody in most cases with casual dating. You need to be able to open your mouth. (laughs) And not just in the nasty way that y'all are thinking, but you need to be you need to be able to speak with your partners. And the more you do it, the more practice you get, the better you're going to be at it. So I definitely recommend ladies start saying what you actually feel. And don't be telling these men out here that they're doing a good job when they're not doing a good job. You need to tell them boo when everything is going on if it's not good. Some like, people get a six. You're not getting off. You 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 know stop. what? I'm glad you said. You need that. to stop faking it. Stop faking it, ladies. Well, just you know what? I'm glad he needs to know that. whether or not he needs to go to the one who's telling him everything he wants to hear. So yeah, be honest with him. <laughs> no, he's no I, I'm glad you. If, said if they're that really a six point five, just tell them that they're six point five. You know what I'm saying? That's you know, just keep it real. No, I, I, I'm really glad you said that because men have dealt with okay. rejection well for the entirety of human race and men use rejection and they and they use it to self-improve women are rarely faced with rejection and they have this mindset this mindset this sense of entitlement of accept me as i am and and they because of that mindset they don't want to be held accountable so you're over here saying tell them that women want to be able to tell a nigga the, the brute honest truth him take it on the chin, man up, and do what he's supposed to. But the moment a nigga tell y'all the truth, you and your tears, you're overly emotional, and you're using your emotions to deflect That's and true. never actually change anything and, and act as if, well, and, and, and women, I hear dumb hoes who, t- who are typically single tell it to their friends and relationships all the time. He should love you for you regarding whether or not she's a shitty person or how she handles this and that, her weight, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is, a man's supposed to accept you for you and, and you and you can't be held accountable. You can't receive constructive criticism and move on. If that's the mindset that you have, well, ladies, buckle down because you'll be casually dating for the rest of your life, hope. And not because it's a choice, but because you have no other choice. Well, God so, 
So to, uh, so to speak to that, just just in those like that instance where you're like you, a woman you can't, can't interrupt in the middle of final thoughts. I mean, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, because, of what you said, no, because of what you said, and it kind of made me think. Like, you know, I, I feel like this is something where the whole honesty comes in. Is like women should ask, like, how was it for you? Like, I've definitely asked, like, hey, is there anything that I can do different? Is there anything that you like better? Like I've asked those questions and there's nothing wrong with asking those questions. Like you just have to be honest with your partners and you have to be honest with yourself. Sometimes, you know what? You ain't got the got, got 3000. You know what I mean? You over here. More time. I'm finding that. I'm finding that most. I'm finding that a lot of women don't. And then I find (laughs) that a lot of women confuse the willingness to be nasty with the reality that you're not very good at being nasty. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're willing to lick an asshole or a taint don't mean you licking it well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a booty eater. Jan, I, shout out I, to you. I, I take mass. I, I, listen, I, I deliver take, master classes, so we can talk. No, about no, that. no, thank you. Don't <laughs> for that. But if, if I were to eat a whole booty, as an example, she probably wouldn't like it very much. Because guess what? I'm not. I'm not into that shit. And a lot of hoes are doing shit in, in bed. Because they know what a nigga, so yeah, I'll suck you off and I'm, I'll give you that sloppy head and that shit is very sus. You know what? You're making a good point. It's not as good as they think it is. I remember Stop overselling, ho. Undersell and overperform. I remember a girl telling me, I was eating her pussy and she told me, he's like, she was like, you like pussy, but you don't love it by the way I was eating it, right? And I was like, well, damn, because it was probably true. Um, And she could sense that des- the level of desire wasn't there. But then I challenged myself. I'm like, listen, do you love? Pl- I know you do. You know, I found some, a secret spot in my heart, nigga, and and I went in there and I engulfed myself into it. And when I came, I don't back even out, know how we got here, Dad. <laughs> I don't even know what we talk about anymore. But I came back out, dog. I ate that <laughs> pussy like that I ate that pussy like I was starving in Somalia, nigga. <laughs> No. <laughs> quick edit, please. Quick edit. I don't, I don't know. Quick edit. Uh, quick. I don't know what. <laughs> edit. I don't know how his story even piggybacked off of what because. <laughs> but um, listen. <laughs> have have fun out there in this casual dating world. It could be fun. It can be disheartening. Um, especially if you're on the losing end. Um, man, it's tough out there for you. But um. Gladly, I'll never have to find out. Appreciate y'all. Try, try your best, to, fellas. Try your best to strap up. Try your best. All right. I'm out. I hate you, Dad. I hate you, Dad. Not try your best. <laughs> well, I try can't put hey, right now. All you can do is try your best. So you said that. So I'm going to speak to it a little bit. Women, women out there in the world, y'all giving up the raw pussy real quickly. Like, real well, the days of putting the Jimmy on, y'all don't even talk about it no more. Not like that. That's not how y'all doing it at all. Like that's just, that's how y'all really rolling. And fellas, y'all out here hitting them raw. I mean, I ain't mad at y'all. You know how we do. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna close it up. I'm gonna close it up right there, y'all. Um, so yeah, close it up right there. Close it up right there. I'm fresh with the boys. In other podcasts. words, ladies, make him put the condom on, okay? <laughs> he ain't going to do it on his own. You can find us on all podcast platforms, huge presence on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on all the socials, Instagram at Brunch with Boys with ends with a Z. On Twitter at Brunch underscore Boys with a Z. 
We are on TikTok as well. Um, And, uh, you know, keep rocking with us. Uh, We appreciate Jack for coming through um, and holding the ground, to be honest with you. I mean, we have three distinctive personalities, but they're all strong in in various directions, but you held your own. So thank you for joining us. We appreciate you, Jack. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We out. Yeah. Coffee and brunch. We can have a conversations over coffee and brunch. 